Hey everybody, this is Tom. In last week's News from Around the Bend article on SmallScaleLife.com, I opened the article by talking about kids going back to school. In some cases, our friends are taking their young adults to college for the first time. Julie and I have been there and we've done that. After all, both of our boys left our house and went, in Danny's case, to the U.S. Army or college. That was Ryan a couple years ago. We just took Ryan back to Winona, Minnesota for the next phase of his college career. So whether you're taking your young adult to college for the first time, to kindergarten for the first time, or sending your kid back to school for another round, we have feelings of excitement, nervousness, and doubt. Why do we feel this way, and what can we do about it? In this podcast, I'm mainly going to discuss young adults going to school or heading off to college for the first time. A friend of mine is feeling that sense of loss and a little bit of depression after sending his son to college several states away. He was feeling pretty bad the other night, and I wanted to respond to some of his questions in this podcast. The bottom line is that we need to let these young adults launch and start to explore their world. We're going to have to give up some control, as hard as that is. These young adults are frankly out of sight, and they're out of our reach so to speak. You don't have control and you need to let them learn. And on the other hand, there's some things we need to do to prepare for this phase of life as well. We need to have a plan in case things go awry. Life happens and it can catch you by surprise if you don't have a plan. At the same time, there's some things we need to do to think about the next phase of our lives. Yes, yes indeed, the kids are going to leave the nest, so what comes next? So let's talk about these things on this fireside chat titled Back to School, Preparing for the Next Phase of Life. What if you could have a life that you don't need a vacation from? Julie and I are here to inspire you to take control of your finances, become debt-free, and discover peace and contentment through simple living and gardening. Learn to thrive and not simply survive. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Are you ready to build your small scale life? It's Friday, Friday, Friday. Hey everybody, this is Tom coming at you. I am in the mobile podcast studio driving up the great Mississippi River Valley heading towards home. So yeah, hopefully you are having a great day. Hopefully you've got a weekend, a great weekend planned. We're going to have a lot of entertaining and we're going to do some, uh, go to some concerts, some, some free concerts. And we're also going to see the twins. We got some twins, scored some twins tickets. So it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. So looking forward to that, but I figured I'd get on the air, do a little Friday fireside chat Yes, we came up with a new name of it. <laughs> Do a little Friday podcast, something quick and easy, um, but relevant as you gear up for your weekend. It's that time of year, everybody. I don't know if you've noticed, but in my neck of the woods, at least in the Mississippi River Valley, I've noticed that uh, leaves are starting to change just a little bit. Some of the bushes are looking a little browner. You know, we're at that, we're in late stage August now, so fall is right around the corner that evil four-letter word fall a f- evil four-letter word that starts with an f fall ha ha boom. but uh yeah we're approaching it i noticed that a few maple trees were starting to turn a little bit and i know jill's not going to be happy to hear that you know we want to keep winter old man winter away as long as possible up here in the big north 
because it is a long winter season that gets really really rough but uh yeah i've noticed a few leaves starting to change i love fall you know you're coming back into uh cooler nights cooler days leaves changing harvest season yes it is harvest season canning season food preservation season all that is going on right now so um you know hopefully you are going to the farmer's market getting cheap 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 produce that is all in season like green beans cucumbers tomatoes squashes save up on that stuff folks and you can make some really tasty stuff i've got dilly beans in my sights this weekend i bought a bunch of green beans last weekend at the minneapolis farmer's market jules and i biked to it and biked home and got a 15 mile bike ride in but i've got dilly beans to make this weekend so i'm going to be doing that and i got to make some salsa too some small batch salsa because i've got tomatoes they're ripe they're ready to go so yeah hopefully you're um taking advantage of that at your local farmer's market with your local farmer in your garden you know combine stuff together get it going get that stuff preserved because you don't want it to rot i mean you've worked so hard all season and now it's time to preserve it to get it into your pantry and get ready for winter because winter is coming so if you um here's a little advertisement a little paid affiliate uh if you are interested in canning we have the simply canning academy over at uh, simplycanning.com my friend Sharon Peterson, she's got a wonderful canning school all set up so you can learn how to can safely. You can do this. It's not going to blow up your house. You're not going to get anybody sick. You're going to make great tasting stuff, preserve it, and you'll have it when the snow is flying in the dead of winter. And, you know, with my soup gardening um, experiment this year, things have been growing great. I got potatoes that are going to be coming in, onions, tomatoes, um, all these different things. Peppers. Oh, my God, the peppers are crazy. So I could make a really wicked soup and save all that stuff, preserve it, can it, um, you know, in a pressure canner. So you can do all this stuff. You can learn how to do it safely at simplycanning.com. I've got a link put in the show notes. I've got a link on the resources page. This is our friend Sharon. She is awesome. It's like you're in the kitchen with her. Okay, so paid advertisement over. Well, actually, I'm not paid for it, but it is an affiliate link. But anyway, um, yeah, so been getting some emails, been seeing it a lot um, with the changing of the season coming into fall here. You've been seeing it too. Everybody's going back to school. And some of our friends, um, they are experiencing this on a different level. Our peer group, um, peer group of friends, a lot of them are sending their kids off to school, to college for the first time. And this is, it's different. It's a lot different than just kindergarten or first grade. I mean, that's a, that's a, can be a traumatic experience as well because you're, the kids are leaving the nest, but they're coming back to it. You know, they're leaving the safety bubble and your control and you won't, you'll, you'll see them in a few hours. You know, it's not like going to college several states away or even several hundred miles a day where they're on their own. They're doing their thing they're with their friends. They're going to sink or swim, right? So it's a little different experience. I had... I was texting with a friend last night who they dropped their uh, their son off at college and he's he's feeling the loss. He's feeling he's feeling a little sad that uh, that is that his little buddy is gone and is at school now and it is a real thing. Julie and I we've been through this a couple times now. We we um, Danny he graduated from high school, went into the army, and then that's a whole different level because you're sending him off to the army and you cannot see them. 
And when they're in basic training, you can't talk to them. So they are off the grid. And when they go on deployment in different places in the world, you can't talk to them either. I mean, he was gone in, in, in places in Afghanistan. We did not know where. We could not talk to him. So it's uh, that's a whole different level, right? Especially when people are shooting at you. Uh, and college is different too. Ryan, he went off to college. And then once again, Jules and I last weekend delivered him at Winona State University. Well, in Winona anyway. And it's a little different experience there too. And there's a lot of emotion that goes along with that. For the parents, I mean, for for the students, they have the same thing. They've got excitement. They're a little nervous. Uh, this is a whole new experience for them. Or maybe it's just a whole new year for them. So it's a clean slate to wipe away whatever they did the last semester and get on with the new semester. But for um, for first-time students, first-time parents delivering kids to the college, it is it's an experience. I mean, you feel excited. You want them to get into this next phase of life. You want them to succeed. You're hoping they succeed. There's a lot of hope, <laughs> hope and change, but there's that hope that things will go well. Uh, there's nervousness that, okay, they have left the nest. They're not coming back that afternoon. They are going to be gone for a few months and they're going to be up to their own devices and they're going to be on their own. They're going to be experimenting and well, they'll be experiencing new things. And you know, they're out of your control. And that's a little... Oh, jeez, dude. That's a little different experience. Ooh, mower was coming out in my lane. Don't do that, guy. So, um, you know, for parents, it is that that feeling of excitement. It's that nervousness. And it, it, there's a big loss of control there. You don't have control, folks. You have given up some control. In fact, a lot of control. They are with their friends. They're with their teachers. They're with their profs. They're with... God knows who. They're doing their thing. So you don't have control over that situation anymore. And the young people, young adults, they have left your protective bubble. And they're out there. Now, granted, they're not on their own. I mean, they're not working full-time jobs and in the workforce. I mean, some some do. I mean, right? Some, some people don't go to school. They go to trade school. Or some go and get a job. They leave your house. So they are on their own. And that's a little different feeling, too. You know? It's, it's different. It's, it's totally different. So what do we do about that? You know, what they've left your bubble. They've left the bubble. They've left the nest and they are launching one way or another. They're going to launch and they need to launch, right? They can't be 30 year old kid, young, uh, 30 year old adult living in your basement. That's just not the way it should go. So, um, you know, we need to start doing two things as this, this whole process begins to happen. And I know there's a flurry of things to do as you're getting your, your young adult to college. I mean, you're buying all this stuff. You're, you're getting all their notebooks and binders and clothes and fan and toiletries and all and food and all that stuff. Their meal card. They're getting their orientation. But as you send them off, there's some things you need to do, parent, um, that will help with your peace of mind. And also be kind, it, it'll start getting you in a different frame of mind as well. So here's a couple things we've learned from experience, okay? So first, develop an emergency plan. And I know this is like, this is just kind of like, well, okay. So what does that mean? So that means getting some phone numbers from their friends. That's really the big point here. 
if something goes poorly, if something goes bad, um, and it can be just a simple thing, like um, they're at the beach and they jump off of the equipment and they fall and they break their leg or their arm, right? And they have to go to the hospital. And maybe their phone got lost in the shuffle. Uh, do you know any of their friends you can talk to? I mean, what happens in that case? Having a couple phone numbers would be a really good idea. I've been spending time with Ryan I've over the past week. I've been watching what's been happening down there as I do my work. And the way this works down there in college towns is they move like an amoeba. I don't know if you've been to Harold Thornbroke and appreciate this from from the Modern Homesteading Podcast, or if you have kids and young young kids in sports when they first start doing that sport, you know, like soccer, and they're real young and this is their first time playing soccer, they're all moving around in a big herd. It's like a big amoeba. They're all all clumped together and they're all chasing the ball. Well, that's the way they are at college again. They're all in a big herd. (laughs) They're all together with their group of friends. They're adding new friends to the group. But they're all moving around in a big herd. So if you have a couple phone numbers from their friends, you'll have a lifeline to your child or your young adult. You'll be able to find them. And that's really big. If something happens um, and they have to go to the hospital or something happens and you need to get a hold of somebody for information or to begin to try to track them down, you'll have a starting point. Not having a starting point is a bad strategy. Who are you going to call? The RA? Chances are the RA doesn't even know who that person is. Chances are you don't even have that RA's phone number. So you're going to call the school? They don't know. The school is 12,000 people. You know, even a couple thousand people at some of these private schools. They don't know. So having a couple phone numbers of their friends is really important. And it's just, it's, it's not like you're going to be calling and pestering them or anything like that. But just having that information on hand is key. You just never know. You always have to plan. Because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So put that in your plan, your little emergency plan. And it's okay. You know, it's okay to have those phone numbers. You're not going to pester anybody. You just, just in case, right? Always just in case. And the same thing for you. I mean, what happens if you get in a car accident and somebody needs to reach out to your, to your young adult? Do, you, do they have a couple phone numbers? Maybe you should give the young adult maybe your neighbor's phone number or or your closest relative or something like that. Make sure they have that as they go off. And that'll give you all a little peace of mind. You know, make sure that there is, um, back in Scouts, we had what was called a phone tree. And you could start working the phone tree, get people engaged, get people moving, get get things sorted out if there's an emergency situation. Okay? So that is a really good piece of advice, I think, because we've been on the other side of that. Without that information... And without those phone numbers, and it's, it, it just makes everything really difficult and really scary. So make sure you do that. Now, the second thing, second piece of advice here. As your young adults head off, they start to launch. We call it launching in our house. You know, it's kind of like, it's like picturing a big aircraft carrier and the, the jet planes revving up and they're ready to go. And the, the pilot, your young adult salutes, yeah, I'm ready to go tower, I'm ready to go. And the, and the person on the deck 
gives a big thumbs up or waves their their um, their um, markers and then and then they duck and then the the plane launches i mean really you have to duck because that plane's launching and they fire off the the aircraft carrier with the catapult and they're up in the sky and they kind of tweet they 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 shake their wings a little bit as they catch flight but man that's what's happening these young adults are moving on and it is kind of a it can be a wild event as they take off you know and everybody's ducking (laughs) because because there's a lot of momentum here right oh god they're leaving and here they go and uh and then afterwards it's kind of quiet on the deck right i imagine it's pretty quiet on the deck and everybody's kind of looking at each other like okay that happened now what (laughs) and maybe the next plane is getting ready to launch too and there's all this chaos and everything going on but maybe not maybe it's kind of quiet on the deck for a while and uh, you can all look at each other and go glad that worked okay what's what's happening next And and then that's what i'm talking about is the next thing what is your next thing because eventually you're going to have an empty nest right all the planes will launch all the little birds will be out of the nest and they're flying on their own and they're doing their own thing and maybe they're building their own nest right maybe they're they're doing their own thing they should be doing their own thing so what's your plan what are you going to do how are you going to approach that so it's going to be time to start thinking again to dream again and it's kind of interesting uh julie and i did a podcast recently or it was titled how to dream big set goals and take steps to achieve them and she talked about she hadn't dreamed she had wasn't dreaming and she needed to start dreaming again i think a lot of us are in that loop you know we're in that loop of okay got to go to work got to get the all the things done get the yard work done you know get make sure the homework's done check the grades go to conferences go to sporting activities root on the kids maybe do some coaching you know go on traveling sports you know do this do that do the other and suddenly it gets really quiet on deck and what are you going to do so it's time to start developing your own set of plans and that's okay you know you've got to move on too you know and we're finally kind of achieving that point in our lives, <laughs> you know. I mean, Danny's doing his thing, Ryan's down in Winona doing his thing, and, and we can kind of start doing our own thing. Going to concerts, free concerts, or going to whatever, you know, we're not tethered to the nest either. We are launching as well. And that's really the point, is start to develop your plan so you can launch too. You need to live a life you love. And this isn't being selfish and it's not being greedy. It's just, you're working hard. We're all working really hard and we're doing the right things. But we've got we've to have that plan too. So what's your plan? So make sure that you are also dreaming and setting some goals and taking some big steps to make those goals happen. You know? Talk with your partner. Get a plan together. Like we talked about in that podcast, have some regular check-in meetings, you know, date date days, date nights, and kind of walk through it. Work on the stuff together and come up with a plan and then begin to execute. And it's going to take money to execute, isn't it? Nothing is cheap. If you want to travel the world, go visit every brewery from, from Chicago to Seattle on motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Or hit every 
state park in the state of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois, or Michigan, including Upper Peninsula, Michigan, you can do that. But you got to have a plan. You got to have the money. You got to have the time. So you've got to set that stuff up. And that's why this whole budgeting thing is so important. And I'm going to pimp that uh, our free bun- budget bundle. You know, it's not just for white knuckling it and getting through your debt and getting you know, making sure your paycheck goes in the right spot, but making sure the paycheck goes to the right thing. That includes your dream, right? What are you doing all this work for? Because eventually you're going to have to work on your dreams too and follow your bliss, right? Otherwise, we're going to be eating Alpo and saying a bunch of, gee, I wish I woulda. So get a control of it. Get control of your spending. Get control of your life. Here you go, right? So live. So you got to start dreaming, setting those big goals, taking steps towards them, and using the budgeting tools to move you along the path to success, okay? I don't have all the answers. I'm figuring out too, but I know this works. So you should give it a shot. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Even if you are doing great with money, and maybe you're maybe you have some goals out there. Maybe you can tune them up a little bit too. You can do that as well. And if you get some of that little spending, that death by a thousand cuts, you know, all those trips to the grocery store, all those trips to the gas station, all those little things you're spending money on, maybe if you kind of tighten the ship a little bit, maybe you can achieve that goal that much quicker. All right. So that's all I got for you. It's been a fun drive up the Mississippi River, and these are the deep thoughts I'm having as I'm driving along. And as I was texting with my friend last night, it's going to be okay, guys. Really, everybody, it's going to be okay. You're a young adult. They need to do these things. They need to experience these things. They need to learn. And you know what? They're going to be that much better for it. Trust me. They are. Might be some heartache getting there. Might be some hard times getting there. Might be a lot of conversations about what the heck you doing, kid, getting there. But you'll get there. I hope you do anyway. So that's all I got for you. I hope you have a great weekend. Make sure you check out Simply Canning, our link there. Make sure you do some deep thinking about your dreams and your goals and what you want to do with your life right? We got to keep doing. We got to learn, do, grow, and always be a little better every day. And that includes our plan. We want you to be the best you. Have some green in your pocket, have a plan in your head, have some burning desire in your heart to make it, make it happen. So, all right, folks, well, have a great weekend. This is Tom. I kind of like this Friday fireside chat. (laughs) Get it done. Go have a fire. Talk to your spouse or your friends and uh, build your folk. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you real soon. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Take care, everybody. Sky blue waters. Waters. Small scale life is podcasting. Small scale life is podcasting. <laughs> Small scale life. Oh Intro right there.
Oh, God, please, no. Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to happen. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so. Yes. Yes. 